Hey up. This is the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. I'm Kane Hall and I'll be keeping you up to date with all the local sport with my trusted sidekick, me, Danny Shaw, as we preview the weekend sporting action every Friday from 7 till 8. From 7 till 8? From 7 till 8? That seems like a bit of a mistake. 7 till 8? Did we get the time wrong? Why are we here at 6 o'clock? I'm not quite sure. What's going on? Oh, I know why. Because Martin Sharp and the Dewsbury Rams are only going and taking over our spot because they have to have a game on a Friday night. Unbelievable. We what is that about? We wouldn't have done that to them. We w- No, we wouldn't have done Danny. You're absolutely right. We would not have done that to them. And I tell you what, it's only going to mess up my whole day. I have been rushing and rushing about. We've only just about got a show. But we do have a show. We're here. We're early. We're not used to it. But we're on. The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny. It's not all balls. It's not all balls, Helen. And yes, you're quite right, Martin. There's only one place. Uh, we'd rather be as well, Helen, uh, on a Friday night at 7. And that is the Kane Hall Sports Show. Unfortunately, it's not going to be 7. It's, us. it's at 6 today. Oh dear, what's happened? Helen, what's happened? Your wish has come true when it's come true in our early. So why don't we kick off with how we always do it. So last week, Marine and Brighouse drew to all. Halifax beat Charlie away 1-0. Sedge, wow, we went to this game, Danny. Uh, Liversidge beat Hansworth 10-1 at home. Their midweek game against Fackley was postponed. Uh, Bradford lost 3-0 away to Mansfield. Bradford also drew one all to Cheltenham. Um, was that the week before? Um, no, I got that right. Uh, Leeds, yeah. they won. Uh, they beat Millwall at home 3 2. And Huddersfield Town beat uh, Hull City away in a thrilling game in the last few minutes 2 1. Uh, Pre season friendlies in the Rugby League and Batley Bulldogs lost out to the Huddersfield Giants 26 22. The Bradford Bulls beat York City Knights 6-4 and in the Challenge Cup amateur side Fornal Trojans beat Normington Knights 58-14 The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio So let's kick off with the football you liked that didn't you? Yeah, very you did. good, you very good. That, Yeah. Um, have you got a quiz question for you or do you need to keep looking? Just about, I've, I've found one and I, I, I like where it might go Okay, let's go then So uh, it's to do with Fulham, uh, okay. Because they are uh, they are uh, going to play a West Yorkshire team this weekend. They are in- and indeed. It was the page I landed on in my book, so it seemed alright. Oh well, that always helps. So, which Fulham player was called up by Fabio Capello to play for England in 2010? I've got it already. You you already know. I already know it. I think I do as well, but I already know it. I, I, I don't um, know what the answer is. I haven't had a look yet, but we'll find out. I think I know what it is. So, which Fulham player? Did Fabio Capello call up to play in the England squad in what year, sorry? In 2010. 2010. I think I know exactly who it is. Uh, I honestly, th- that, I think I've I do, but quick. I'm starting to think that I'm, I'm having second doubts. No, I've done it quick and I think I know who it is. So let's get on with the football, Danny. It's a very, very, very important day today. Absolutely. Yeah. Transfer deadline day of January. Now, it's not going to be a Kane Hall Sports Show transfer deadline speciality night tonight because, well, I am prepared for it. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure we'll, we'll try and keep an eye out for any 
happening is that happening any big obvious ones I think we've got some to talk about with local sides and, and possibly some big ones as well. well we'll have a look as that's going and I'm, I'm hoping we might get some breaking news um, ground looking good under the floodlights tonight Martin you've already taken our 7 o'clock spot right so let us have this moment please we'll, we'll come to you at some point don't worry we'll get there we'll get there let's start with Huddersfield Town they do play Fulham away tomorrow uh, news is that at the minute Flo Hadjadani has left to go to Turkey on loan and it'll probably be a permanent sign at the end of it and Aaron Rowe has gone to Bromley on loan for the rest of the season as well we will come on to Bromley at some point as well uh, thought you might have mentioned Brexit no Martin just sport here okay just sport leave that to the, the professionals that talk about Brexit I had to bring it up um, words are that Huddersfield are expecting a couple of, a couple more signings Danny um, I've had a good conversation with one of my contacts that have at Huddersfield Town and they're trying to push for two where would you want to see them improve? Well I think with the injury to uh, Grabara on Tuesday night at Hull I think that's somewhere that they've got to have a look at because there's only one senior goalkeeper left uh, and he's in, not uh, even that senior no not really no. In, in my opinion anyway no definitely not but I think that's somewhere that they're, that they're going to have a look and I think we had a Janai go in I don't know they're going to sort of Maybe go for that sort of area. I think I think that leaves um, Bakuna playing right back, which is wrong mm. um, because my opinion of Bakuna shouldn't even be anywhere near the starting lineup. Mm. Um, and also young uh, Dehaney, yeah, um, which okay, he's played a couple of games, but is he is he the right man going forward? I'd have preferred. Hodgson and I to stay if I'm honest with you but he didn't want to be at the club anymore so the, you can't really say much else to that when he's played he's put the performances in so I'm fairly happy with him yeah I think he's, I he's say, done yeah. alright this season when, he's, when he has had the chance uh, I think he was looking to be to be more involved as a as a right winger and I think that was the intention at some point for uh, for Danny Cowley to do I, that I don't know he, why just, he, he just never materialised what he's, he's miles better than Kachunga he's technically Technically, he's miles better than Kachunga. Technically, I, I suppose in terms in terms of threat, I must admit, because I think uh, when he was playing right back, uh, sorry, Hadid Janai were playing right back. He seemed to to do a bit more than what Kachunga did in terms of like crossing the ball in the box. Of course he such. did. Of uh, course he did. But let's not forget that Kachunga did put a ball in for uh, for Steve Munier to well, score the I'm, winner against I'm, Hull. I'm glad you've brought this up because if you look at it from a technical angle. The only reason why Kachunga turned is because his touch were poor and went underneath him. Fair enough. If if it was really a, a ball into him where his touch would have been decent, he wouldn't have needed to turn his body because his touch would have been perfect, basically, to control that ball in a situation where he couldn't take it off him. But his touch was that bad, it actually took him underneath him and he had to turn around to get the ball. And we don't ever see Kachunga turn on it. So, OK, yeah. The cross afterward is done well to keep the ball in the field of play, but if you're looking at it really, really technically, his poor touch led to that. Oh well, he but, got it, he got but it was a goal, and it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you know who scored it as well. Yeah. Just by my reaction, listeners, you know who scored it. Mounier is on some sort of form. He's not on some sort of form. He keeps scoring goals. I don't he know. Doesn't. You can be upset. Uh, 
I'm just bored of it now. He scores one goal, and let's face it, it was harder to miss. Oh, it definitely was, yeah. Harder to miss, right? And to be fair, and then everyone's on his back. Yeah, to be, to be fair, I don't think it was like necessarily a, a good goal either. He just headed it into the ground, and it was quite close to the keeper, where he could have done a bit more to to get it further to one side. But look at the bounce went in. They were like, oh, Mooney's back. Uh, Mooney's back. He's gone. Yeah. Right, I'm not being funny, but if if, uh, if you miss that. There's something wrong with you. Yeah, it won't marked. No, it's just you know this is this is thing what gets that annoys me week in week out, Danny. Um, if a player like Mooney does do that, then the, everyone's around him and say, "Oh, he's the best thing that's ever happened." Bloody blah, blah, blah. He's not. He's shocking. He's really not good enough, and it's been winding me up on Twitter. I'm so glad I've been yeah. watching it. See, I, I don't think that it's not that he's not good enough it's just in the past he hasn't seemed to try he seemed lazy when he's running sometimes it looks like he's running in custard it's, he's I don't know he just didn't have that sort of and he still he still doesn't Danny that's the thing he still doesn't I don't um, know I think he's picked up he a doesn't bit. he doesn't you'd, you'd moan about anyone though you <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he just he honestly Danny for me he doesn't he, for, for me he's trying harder this season I don't than think what he, he has is done. I don't think he is um I think his performances are still not good enough at all. I'd, I'd agree that they're not good enough, but he's doing better than what he has done in the past. Well, That's because he's I'm in a lower make. league. To an extent, but the, st- the things that he's doing himself is still an improvement on what he was doing himself while he was in the Premier League. It, it's still a change in attitude. And I mean, Danny Cowley, I think I've made this point before, Danny Cowley said that he didn't want somebody who didn't want to play for Huddersfield Town in the team. But Steve Mounier is in the team so there's something there that suggests that he does want to play for his field but why isn't he sh- he's not showing it though he must be he, c- he can't be and I think I think Huddersfield Town fans are so blessed with having Jonathan Hogg in the team yeah Christopher Schindler in the team Lewis O'Brien in the team players that you can see want to play for the shirt like Kachunga Kachunga. In terms of work ethic, yeah. Work ethic, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He wants to play for the shirt, and I can't I mean, complain at that for yeah, that. Grant, in fact, the majority of the team does play for the shirt. But I'm sorry, Mooney just does not look like he wants to he, play for that shirt. He's not on that level with the other guys, I, I agree. He just doesn't look like he wants to play for that shirt, and that's that's what's the most frustrating thing about Mooney mm. for me. He doesn't look interested at all, and it winds me up. Yeah. It winds me up, and especially when the way Twitter just goes off on one about him, and he's you know, it's not good enough. You, you can't let Twitter anger you because that's a. It's I can't, a, but I do. It's a cauldron of it is, nonsense. It is, it is, but it, it it gets to that point when it is just so frustrating. Where actually, hold on, you're not. It, no, I'm sorry, I'm. <laughs> I've no words because it's just winding me up that much. Mooney is not a good player. He does not fit into the system, and it's putting Carlin Grant out of the team, as well as Fraser Campbell. Is. I, I was going to say, as I well don't as think Fraser it's just Mooney. Yeah, um, and the Danny obviously it's Danny Cowley that does the press conferences. Um, he takes the more lead role between them, although it is even. But uh, Danny gets the manager side of things, and he says um, they don't have the right players around Mooney to play but then they're not going to spend the money on it. Mm. Because he cannot play as a number one, he can't play as a lone striker because he's not, his work ethic's not good enough. Yeah. 
You don't play in a four four two because the team's not good enough. Um, you don't play a four three three because well, you've no left winger, no right winger either. It's is it would it would it be better just to let him go? Well, yeah, that that would have been certainly my argument when we uh, when uh, Huddersfield Town dropped out of the Premier League based on his performances in that season. Definitely, he had to go. He had to go, but. I do, I mean, I don't think he's been amazing, I don't think he's been great, but suddenly he has started scoring goals and scoring goals from the bench as well. When he's been coming on, he hasn't necessarily been starting, but he's been getting those goals that evaded him while he was in the Premier League. And it's you can say this about a, f- a few strikers, that you might not like them or you don't think that they're good, but they keep scoring goals. There's been a few strikers in the past where there's been an absolute sort of euphoria around them, and I'm thinking, yeah, they did well to score, but look at like who they're playing against. Look at who they've got in the team. Hold on, it, there if you it go. Was somebody else. Look at who they're playing against. Championship. The way the hype is about Mounier, should he be on ten goals plus now? Oh, he should definitely be. On, well, I say definitely be on more, but it depends. He hasn't exactly racked up the minutes he hasn't had a load of time on the pitch but this is what he has played this is on a on a scale of things of the 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 hype about Mounier that we see from some fans his actual performances don't add up to the hype therefore in my in my opinion if Mounier was as good as the hype he receives in the championship he will be on ten plus goals. Yes, it, am, am I making sense? I do. I don't know where you're coming from. Yes, but he's not, and he's not putting that work effort in, that then performances in to become a starting player to score goals. Okay, he's got four this season. Yeah, one of them was an absolute blinder. Yeah, no doubt about that. That he can, he can finish. Yeah, he he's got a real talent at finishing. Yeah, but he comes up against a defender and hides it, to me he just seems to hide he seems to get bullied out of the game for his size and that's what another thing that annoys me about him and he does have talent he's got size he's got physicality he just doesn't use it Yeah, and that's what winds me up the most Yeah, if he had the work ethic I think again we've said this before if he had the work ethic of Fraser Campbell he would be oh, a top striker he absolutely would with that shadow 100% of um, he's like a bigger Grant Holt. Yeah, I think I could. Yeah. Physical, yeah. strong, can head the ball, can finish. But the difference between Mooney and Grant Holt, Grant Holt had passion mm. and fight. Oh, yeah. And heart. Even though he wasn't the quickest, he was chasing everything down. Everything. Always kept running. I've just mentioned Grant, who did have a stint in Huddersfield Town, but were known for Norwich. And I've just totally ignored Laurent Departure. Okay. Who, you know, same style to Mounier, but put the work in. Yeah. Just, and Laurent Departure has gone back to his home country, scoring goals for fun in the league and in the Europa League. Yeah. And that just shows that Laurent Departure is pushing on, he's 30 odd years old, uh, Mounier's 24. Mounier, you could be in the Premier League, you could be in... French, uh, the France top league or Germany's top league and scoring goals but you just don't put the work in right they're playing Fulham at the weekend Danny it's going to be tough it's going to be very tough I, 
I, I struggle to see a positive result for no, Huddersfield. I, yeah, I agree. They, they haven't I had agree. many, uh, many good results. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's going to be really, really tough. Um, from what I hear, there's going to be quite a few town fans going down, so it's going to yeah, be really good. good. Um, atmosphere that's for the town fans going down it's going to be great for the, the side that's playing but um, again another one of them Danny it's going to be tough um, and I don't really see Huddersfield getting anything from it I don't think they're they're ready yet like that this you know the victory against Soldier in the week okay they got a last sort of minute victory but Hull are one of them sides where they're, they're up and down that you know they can play and they've got some good players I mean it shows that Jared Bowen and Grzyski, who both played against Huddersfield on Tuesday, one's gone to West Ham today for a medical for twenty million. The other one's gone to West Brom, who were chasing Premier League. Yeah. So you got their two best players were playing on on Tuesday, and have gone to teams like that and they lost to Huddersfield. But uh, the, uh, I just don't see Huddersfield getting a victory. And there's still a lot to improve, and hopefully there'll be some breaking news while on air. That would be absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Um, I'm going to move on to Leeds, Danny. Uh, they play Wigan at home this week. Should be should be uh, three points. That should be routine. Yeah. Uh, from what I hear, I mean the scoreline doesn't say it, but apparently Leeds were absolutely fantastic on Tuesday night against Millwall. And let's not forget that Millwall at the minute are a very, very good side. They are, they're playing really well. Um, I did watch a fair bit of that game, to be fair. And oh, I you did? Leeds were, Leeds were, especially in the second half, they were a different class. Uh, it makes you wonder how they managed to go 2-0 down. But credit to Millwall, they did play well. They, they did deserve at least one of the goals. But I, I don't know. I think it's still a bit scary that Leeds have still... While they're playing well, they've still gone two 0 down. Conceded, conceded, and this is what I said to uh, Leeds fans that I speak to. Where do you need to improve? I say defence automatically. They agree. Bielsa says no more signings. Is is that wrong, Danny? Is Bielsa wrong to be doing that? I don't know. He is a manager. He's, he's a good manager as well. But <laughs> is he wrong to be doing it? I don't. I don't know. Oh, clear, it, okay. clear, clearly, there's something that he can see that maybe the rest of us can't. In your opinion would you, if you are pushing for Premier League like Leeds are would it not be worth bringing another centre back in for that experience? Even for squad depth. Squad depth and that's the massive thing because I've I've watched Leeds this year without Liam Cooper Mm. (laughs) and they're a mess at the back absolute mess at the back when he's not there and for me, it's, it's plain and simple that actually Leeds need to buy a centre back. Yeah, they, that's, they could do with one definitely because, as I said, even just for uh, just for cover. But you need somebody who's going to come in and maybe, well, just well that can take the the space that Cooper has left. Somebody who maybe if they're not captain could act like a captain at the back because you need somebody vocal at the back need a leader back there Danny yeah. need a leader back there and I mean we're going to go on to it um, at some point soon when we speak about another side and what what we need what we mean by balancing a squad um, and at the back I think Leeds are if Cooper's not there especially in the centre back area they're missing a bit of that balance mm. in fact they're missing a lot a lot of that balance. Oh, 
that's the thing. That's the way it works. But good signing um, that Leeds have made this week, though, on loan from uh, Leipzig. But how do you say Le- Leipzig? Leipzig, Leipzig yeah. yeah. So, oh, how do you Triple. say his name now? It's a big name. It, <laughs> it, <laughs> it is, yeah. Name, I, I can't it? remember it off the, off the top oh, of my head, but I know what it? you're on about. Wait, where we go? Uh, Jean Kevin Augustine. Augustine, yeah. Augustine, yeah. That's Jean the Kevin version. Augustine. 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 <laughs> Jean Kevin Augustine. That's who they signed. Uh, Manchester United apparently came in for him last minute and he said no, he wants to go to Leeds. Really? Wow. Yeah. He's going to be... Uh, um, I'm liking the signing. I'm, and you know what I like most about it? Bamford's got off his backside and scored two goals during the week because another <laughs> striker's come in. Yeah. Why Why does Bamford need another striker behind him to perform? Motivation. It's if, if you know that you're guaranteed your shirt, you're not... Well, I'm not saying that you're not going to play, but there's not that much pressure there's because you kind of need outside pressure as well i think sometimes uh to to really give it all because if i mean if you miss a few chances it don't really matter but if you miss a few chances and there's somebody stood on sideline that's going to take your position you're thinking yeah i need to score the next one otherwise i'm coming off and he might take my position i know he's been he's got away with it hasn't he but i'll tell you what happened um, in a, a conference a few weeks ago, um, Bielsa was complaining about that he wasn't able to bring a striker on. Um, I think it was actually the QPR game. Mm. Uh, wasn't able to bring a striker on and, and bring a bit of flair to the game. And he said um, something along the lines of, that's when we needed Enketia. <laughs> well, he shouldn't have been playing him on the bench all the time. Speaking of Enketia, which is what I was coming on to, played in the FA Cup during the week, scored for Arsenal. It just says it all, doesn't it? You had a player there. You had him there a to go, a play, a very good player to play him. You chose not to play him, and well, it's your own fault. Yeah, he do. He does like his starting eleven, though, does Bielsa? He yeah. doesn't like change. I know he does, but are we going to see a change, right, Danny? Jean Kevin Augustine, yes. right, has played for PSG. Yeah. That's where he came through. Monaco. And Leipzig, which are at top of the Bundesliga. Yeah, he's got some class. Are we going to see him play, or is he going to stick to Bamford for some reason? I mean, he should. They should start. He uh, should start. Look, looking at the at the pedigree, he's played at some top teams there. And I mean, Bamford has been bounced around the the Championship before he came to Leeds. He he didn't really get near the first team squad at Chelsea. So nowhere near. You've got you've got the pedigree of uh, of our Kevin. Uh, Coming in, Jean Kevin. Ah, uh, Kevin Augustine. Ah, uh, Jean Kevin. I'm just Kevin Augustine. Jean Ke- Kevin. J- Come on. J K. Jean Kevin. J K. Okay. Jean Kevin. His friend. Jean Kevin. Jean. Ah, Jean. Jean Kevin. Ah, Jean's coming in, and surely he's got to have a at least a chance at a starting lineup, hasn't he? He's got to me. He's got to. You've got to see, and a team like Wigan, who at this moment in time. They're not great, but they could be tricky because they are looking for points. Not great, but they've just no. received ten million for the left back. That's Anthony Robinson that's right. is going to AC, AC Milan. Championship football in England, Wigan Athletic, all the way to the San Siro, AC Milan. Ridiculous. Mental. Absolutely ridiculous. I want to mention something else on Leeds. Leeds, Leeds United Director of Football, Victor Orata. 
That's how you say it, I think. Yeah, that's fine. Head of Communications, James uh, Mooney, charged by the FA with misconduct consider, uh, uh, concerning a separate incident involving the referee, Darren England, at half-time in the victory over Millwall on Tuesday. All right. So, obviously, they've been down to the tunnel and give him a few words and said... Uh, or well, just give him some, and they've been fine for it. Which well, they deserve to be fine for it, don't they? Yeah, you, you can't really act like that n- nowadays. Anyway, I mean, I imagine it happened. It's always happened. It probably does happen quite a lot, but I can't imagine many fines being passed out uh, among among a lot of teams. But it depends how how it was worded and how how he really did act in the tunnel. It, it, you shouldn't be doing it. No, it's, you shouldn't. Even if you do think the referees had a bad game, just have a word with him. Yeah, exactly. That's something. It doesn't matter, right? The referees are there to do a job. They're yeah. trying their best. Okay, everyone makes mistakes, and it's very, very frustrating when something goes wrong. Yeah, it, you know it is. They can't. They can't help it. And I'm, I'm bored of the, the uh, VAR as well stuff. That, that get that gets on my nerves. But mm. you know, no more signings for Leeds. They've been charged by the FA. They've got Wigan this weekend. I'd expect them to get a win there. Um, so another team that I'd expect to get a win this weekend, but probably won't because it's Bradford. They're away at Oldham. Now, I don't know about you, but this is really strange. Oh, okay. James Vaughan has left the club. Oh, yes, he has. Always yes. been captain this year. Also, Owen Doyle. Yeah. Owen Doyle got recalled. Only brought back. Only yeah. for him to be signed back by Swindon. He did. did he play? scored no goals for Bradford while he was back. Oh, what? no, he got one. He got penalty. Did he get a penalty? Ah. Well, uh, did he, how many games did he play? Two or three? Three. He played three games and he got a penalty and that's all that he scored. Oh, I just, breaking news. I've just spoke about Antonio Robinson's promos moves to AC Milan. Collapsed. Oh, no way. He's been collapsed. How? I've no idea. I'll I'll give you a bit more oh. news on that. But it's been collapsed. Um, yeah. So they've got rid of two strikers. Um, two, well, in my opinion, very good strikers. It's Although I, I would say that a lot of Bradford fans did not like Vaughan for some reason. Mm. I don't know why. Uh, but they've signed Dylan Motley Henry, who came through the Bradford Academy. Uh, they've signed him from Bradford, and. If Bradford any carp have any carpets in their stadium that are dirty, don't worry. They don't have You said it wrong. I've said it I wrong. know what you're going for. Lee Novak's there. <laughs> I hope that the carpets are clean because yes, they've got Novak. I, yeah, I hope the carpets are clean because they've got Novak. <laughs> Lee Novak <laughs> has joined them on an eighteen month contract. What you love that. I do I, I love the they chant to be fair. Well. I remember the chant. Yeah, I, I love that feel. chant. Our carpets are filthy. Because we've got Novak, brilliant. It's just absolutely Fantastic. brilliant. Um, Oldham, Oldham away. Uh, Danny, it's a game that needs that needs to that needs to win, isn't it? it? It's coming across like that because they are dropping points where they shouldn't be dropping points. Uh, they have had a really bad record away. I can't remember the last time that they won away. Um, oh, what did they do? Oh, oh sorry. That, yeah, they lost. That was it. They lost three 0 away. Uh, at Mansfield, which shouldn't, shouldn't really be happening. I mean, should not happen. Should not. For, for for where Bradford are and where Mansfield are, I mean, they shouldn't be losing. They they could get a draw from from a game like that. They should be looking to get a win. To be fair, but for them to lose three 0 that's a a bit of a stuffing, really, for uh, for Bradford. It it's is. Feel like it. It is. It's um. It's just not good enough. No. To, uh, and it does have a bit of a derby feel, Oldham. 
So that's, yeah, that's going to make it a little you bit know, tougher. Yeah, that sort of thing. It's, yeah. it's there and thereabouts. But the way Bradford have been playing... Something's gone wrong. They're not picking up the three points that they need to pick up, are they? No, definitely not. And, Even and that's with the, the biggest thing. Like the home games where they were doing quite well, they were on a good run with the home games. I think they've started to slip up there as well. I mean, Cheltenham, uh, Cheltenham draw, uh, or drew, I should say, at, at Valley Parade. So how, how long is it then until uh, Boya gets sacked? <laughs> I said at the beginning of the season. How long is it? I, I think he's going to end the season. Yeah. I think they're, I think, I, I think they're going I to think see where they well. end up. I think, I think he will go to, the way they are now at the minute. Go to the end of the season, but if they don't do anything in, if they don't reach playoffs, that's it. He's gone. I, I would probably agree with that. To be fair, because they have got to be looking at worst case scenario if he, playoffs. If he doesn't hit, because they're at the bottom of the playoffs right now. Yeah, bottom of the playoffs. Oldham are seventeenth in the table. Bradford are seventh. Um, they are, they're, it's know, a game they can go and win they're slipping because you know Cheltenham are out on the behind them Forest Green Port Vale they're not far away no. not far away at all and they've got to do something to make sure they keep themselves up there but I really do think if they're not in the playoffs at the end of this year boy is gone yeah well I mean it is, it is tight in that area I think a win could take them up to fourth and yeah, chasing it, down it third so it, it is could. quite tight it, <laughs> But there's a lot of team on similar points. A win would take them to fifth. Oh, it would take them to fifth. Only two points up, but you know, there's a few teams around them that have got games in hand. Yeah. Crew have got a game in hand. That's the way. Northampton have got a game in hand. Plymouth have got two games in hand. Cheltenham, who are one, uh, two points behind them, have got two games in hand on them. It's not looking good for Bradford. Um, you'd expect them to do a bit more, bit more in the transfer window. Yes. But it's just not being good enough. Um bit more news on the I know it's not necessarily relevant to HWD Heavy Woolen, but because I mentioned it, uh, the reason why the, uh, the Robinson deal from Wigan to AC Milan has collapsed is because in Italy they need to go through um through more medical tests for the uh, authorities over there, which is subject to a, a th- uh, 72 hour deadline which means it would not have been done by the 8pm deadline over in Italy tonight so unfortunately no big strange transfer news uh, in the championship going that way although you know the Huddersfield Town were apparently apparently uh, linked with um Ben Gibson from Burnley apparently he's going to be going to Watford um, Helen says Bradford have no passion I think you're right and I think that's that comes from the manager um, when I've seen him walking about before he, he just doesn't look like he cares if I'm honest with you Helen um, which is a real real shame uh, for Bradford uh, Halifax Danny they're playing Bromley at home um, have we mentioned that Aaron Rowe from Huddersfield Town has joined Bromley in their push for promotion. <laughs> that is going to be a tough game, Bromley. I think Bromley is second. Yeah, they're up there. So it's it's a team in and around that Halifax are, are looking to get some points off. <clears throat> I think. The- Sorry, Bromley oh. are fifth, fifth. Uh, and Halifax are fourth. Sorry about that. Oh, oh uh, to be fair, Halifax are uh, are a bit higher than I, I thought they were, to be fair. <laughs> I thought they were around sixth or seventh. But anyway, it's a team that's in and around them. It's it's a game that they've got to look at and go mm, if only one of us can make it we want it to be us yeah, yeah exactly and you know if Halifax beat Bromley that's five points difference they've got between them then 
yeah. five points and it will push themselves up towards Harrogate I think Barrow at the minute are sort of running away uh, running away with the league Halifax are five points behind uh, Harrogate are five points behind them but and I think Barrow have got a game in hand as well if I remember correctly unless it's since been played yeah you're absolutely right Barrow do have a game in hand as well so there's big pressure on Halifax to stay in and around I don't think they'll catch the chaser now but they need to put themselves solid in that playoffs because from Halifax you've got they're on 52 points Boringwood 49 Notts County 47 they're 6th and 7th but also you've got 8th and 9th spot who are uh, Solar Hills more and walking on 47 points Stockport on 46 Halifax could easily easily again drop them points and they could easily come up there so because yeah, it is a good chasing pack there is, there is some good teams in it's there it's very very interesting in them playoffs when you look at it into more detail you, you don't realise how close it actually is there which which again makes it even more interesting and even more pressure on um, Halifax to do well in, in that in these games that they've got coming up because <laughs> so you know six pointers sort of thing it's a phrase that gets thrown around quite a lot but it is it is massive yeah and they do need to do something about it um, we're going from Halifax to Brighouse Brighouse mid table uh, and they're playing Witness this weekend. If I'm not mistaken, with us, are right down at the bottom, aren't they? They are 17th with 20 points. 17th, yeah. Brighouse are tw- 12th with 29 points. Mm. So, in terms of league place, there is a bit of a difference between them. Nine points yeah. difference. I think Brighouse, Brighouse did beat them a bit earlier on this season as well. They did, and I think Brighouse have had four points taken off them as well. Ah, from right, what okay, it, From yeah. what it says, um, because of incidents that have happened with, with players and all that sort of stuff which not ideal come on Brighouse <laughs> I'm expecting another tough game for Brighouse because okay Pickering are at the bottom of the league on 15 points <laughs> but there's the three te- there's three teams on 20 points as well at the bottom there yeah. so there's Widnes Osic Kendall Town all on 20 points and Pickering on 15 Yeah. so it's still tight around there because if Pickering pick up some points yeah, it's going to make those three teams sweat. So, winners are still fighting for their lives. Brighouse are pretty much safe in the league. They aren't really going to push because the 10 points behind Tadcaster, who are in six, they're just outside the playoffs. So, it's going to be a massive struggle for Bradford to get in, uh, for Brighouse to get anywhere near them playoffs now. So, the season's, in it's, my opinion, pretty much done. It seems like it's going to just peter out in it really yeah uh, for them which isn't necessarily the worst thing they can, can no, it's, go it's around not. play a bit of football it's not but would you agree it's pretty much just done they're there to make yeah. up the numbers now in a way which isn't ideal and it's not what what Brighouse wanted I've, you no. know we've spoke to Kurt Harris um, on air uh, over the phone and he's been in the studio and he said you know they were looking for promotion again yeah. well not again but they were looking to take the playoffs and and do well and actually get promoted this year, but it's just not panned out that way. I think there's had some poor signings in mm. terms of loan ones. I don't think they've got the contacts there. Um, and that's that's a massive one, having contacts in non-league football. It's huge, and they've just not got it. Yeah, I imagine the points deduction won't have, uh, won't have helped them either as no, well. It it, no, it won't have done, um, but it should. It should be better as well. 
Yeah, they should, they should, yeah, they should, should probably they, be they closer should be, than yeah, what they are. They should be looking at that. And, yeah. and the way they go about things, they'd want to be higher regardless of these these point deductions that have been taken off. Yeah. Um, Liversage, Danny, oh, I've been looking forward to talking about this, yeah. you? <laughs> I, I have as well, because it was, it was a really good performance as well as a lot of goals. So last weekend, me and Danny, uh, we went to the Liversage versus Handworth game, and what a game we went to. Liversage beat Handsworth at home 10-1. Yeah. 10-1. Danny, there was 187 people there as well, which is a class turnout. Yeah. Um, we're going to go through the goal scorers. Oliver Fearon scored an hat-trick. Joe Walton got two. Paul Walker got one. Alfie Raw got one. Mark Simpson got two. And Alex Varley was an own goal for Handsworth. Just how good was the performance? It was very good. It were all what, around. I can't remember seeing a weak player in the team. Were you expecting that sort of performance? Or that sort of team? Mm, not really. I was expecting a win. Uh, I was expecting a decent win. I wasn't expecting a 10-1 win. Because a nine-goal nine swing. And to be fair, Hansworth were, were quite fortunate to get that goal at the end as well. It should really have been 10-0. Ten, ten um, but it would just... It just seemed to be everything that Liversidge tried seemed to work. Hansworth couldn't stop it. I've I've seen my fair share of semi-professional football teams around uh, Danny, and they looked professional. Did yeah. Liversidge? Um, Hansworth looked like your standard lower league uh, semi-professional team, um, where it looked as if they've got some decent players in areas, um, but they were very young very inexperienced and not very physical at all the Hadley and Osborne up front who um, is played for Bradford and I ran a conversation with somebody the other day who who knows him and who's seen him playing and coached him sort of thing and he said his attitude is all wrong and I could see that that his attitude he was walking around like he owned the place this was the hand rough striker mm. when you've got players like that in your team and you players around them it just don't work no it's, there's no balance hey, here we go this is what I'm coming on to like the balances in the Liversidge team where they've got some good old heads Paul Walker Oliver Fearon Joe Walton and some excellent young players around them like like um, Alfie Raw, yeah. a, a, a big name out there um, I can't remember the centre back's name who was playing next to the captain Jackson them two together back there you had an, an old experienced head and a young physical player yeah absolutely brilliant and that's the sort of thing I think it was Jack Boyle actually yeah. that's the sort of uh, consistency balance that you need in a team yeah which team was and that's yeah. what we were talking about with Leeds earlier <laughs> you need that balance You because you've got young Ben White and you've got old Ed Liam Cooper when there's no Liam Cooper it goes to pot this is why you need balance and Liversidge had the perfect balance for me and they all looked physical players they all looked like they were ready yeah. to play a game of football the, at quite a higher a few, level quite a few big fellas in there and, and they weren't exactly slow either no but, and a powerful physical yeah. and the other side just looked scrawny and deflated yeah didn't they to be, to be fair the three early goals probably didn't help no it, no it didn't but even before that yeah, they, as, they, as they their great. physical appearance they looked they didn't look physical at all, did they? No, not really. I think they looked like they were set up more for counter-attacks, but looking at the Livestage team, they were accepting any sort of counter-attack yeah. at all. It the, just, nothing happened for Hansworth. No, they, they were... I, I tell you what, uh, the goalkeeper for Livestage, Josh Lill, 
I couldn't believe how small he was. Yeah, he made some brilliant but saves he as well. Was a, he's a fantastic goalkeeper. Oh. There is some real talent at Liversidge, and yeah. I'd advise anyone to go watch it. Yeah, if you've got a chance. Yeah, we say it, don't we? All the, I say it. Well, I say it all the time. Non-league football is the best football, and it just showed at the weekend that you know there can be some quality showings out and about there, can't there? Oh yeah. Right, Danny, we, we're pushing on for time. Um, the play Yorkshire amateurs at the weekend. Yeah. Performance like that, I, I'd expect them to get a win at Yorkshire Amateurs, but it's a it's a team that they're uh, fighting for promotion that, with up there. Yeah, that, that they're in with, yeah. So that will be a really, really interesting game. So, Danny, let's just uh, repeat the quiz question before we go into his game. Absolutely. So it was, which player from Fulham yep. did Fabio Capello pick for the England squad in 2010 is that right that is correct yeah chat box get your answers in we're going to go to Danny's quiz question in just a second the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio but Danny before we get to the quiz question we've got our game to play haven't we we do indeed we have got our game so we will start with last week we will start go on then Mansfield versus Bradford we both got it wrong <laughs> Mansfield oh. won 3-0 you went for the Bradford win I went for the draw no points. Chorley versus Halifax. We both went for a 3-1 win for Halifax. And they just eked it with a 1-0 win. So that's 10 points each. Marine versus Brighouse. We yes, both, I've got it back. Sorry. We I've both went for Marine. <laughs> uh, you went for a 1-0 win. I went for a 2-1. Sorry, I'm, not, I've, I'm lost. I'm not, I don't even know where I'm at the minute. 2-all draw. Right, so okay. no points. Okay, no points. So currently, Standard. after three games, we're both on 10 points. Standard. Liversidge versus Handsworth. Surprisingly, neither of us got this no, right. No, it would have been a very good call <laughs> if we had. We had, yeah, it would have been. But we went, uh, sorry, you went 3-1, I went 4-2. 10-1, obviously, 10 points each. Hull versus Huddersfield. We both went for the draw. 2-1 to Huddersfield, so no points. Leeds versus Millwall. You went 1-0, I went 2-1. Uh, it was 3-2, so we both get 15 points for that because they won by a goal. Uh, Bradford versus Cheltenham you went for Cheltenham to win I went for Bradford to win it was a draw no points Halifax versus Dover uh, surprisingly actually we were both on the same page we both went for Halifax to win this one no you, way you went 1-0 I went 3-0 and it was 4-2 so oh, well, yeah. it means we both missed out on the bonus point ah. <laughs> 10 points each and finally Liversidge versus Thackley was postponed so that's no points for that so that means we've got a tie 45 points each We've got a tie. Yeah, I think that's the first time that's happened when we've both got the same amount of points. No way. So you now stand on 665 points, and I stand on 830. So I, I don't just mention that. What are we on again? Uh, you are on 665, and I am on 830. There's still a big difference between the two. Oh. The, the draw in the points didn't help. but No, it didn't. As always, we've got another chance. Another six games this week, all taking place this Saturday. So we will start with Fulham versus Huddersfield Town. Oh, um, one 0 Fulham. Yeah, I, th I think it's going to be a bit too much for uh, for Huddersfield. I'm going to go for two nil. Two nil. Yeah, two nil. Are you going two nil? Yeah, I think I think they're, they're just going to be a little bit extra. I think. Yeah, they've they've got quality, haven't they? They've got um, quality there. So moving on, Leeds versus Wigan. Leeds versus Wigan. 
Um, I'll let you, no, I'll let you go yeah. first for this one. It's, it's a bit of a t- tough one because if remember last season, Wigan did surprisingly win two one. Yes, they, yes, they did. Yeah, I can't see that happening this season. No, I think it were a special case. It um, were later on in the season. I'm, I'm three gonna go one for Leeds. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going three, three one to Leeds. Three one to Leeds. I'm, I'm just going to go three 0 actually. Uh, I, I don't think we're three nil. Oh, I put three one in. Three 0 Oldham versus Bradford. See, I want to back Bradford. Yeah, I think, I I think do, this but is the. But they haven't really shown anything from it. Uh, go, yeah, they're going to do it. One nil Bradford. You're going to go one nil Bradford. Novak. Novak to Novak. get the goal. Did he sign in time? Yes, you. I think I believe he was signed in time. Before. I believe he was signed in time. I'm. I'm going to have to go for a draw. I'm going to go one all. I want Bradford to do it, but I, I, I don't have much confidence in him at the moment. Uh, so Halifax versus Bromley. <laughs> oh, this is another tough one. This is a tough one. This is a t- oh. I think Halifax. Hal- I think Halifax. Yeah, are you in form. yeah. I'm going to go. F- it's going to be a tight one. I'm going to go two one to Halifax. Two one. Yes. What do you oh, think? One nil. One nil. I think I think it's going to be one of those two. Yeah, I just think it's going. To, oh, no, I think it's even going to be really, really close like that. Or it's going to be like margins like four nil or something like that. Really? Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so Brighouse versus Witness. Brighouse are going to win this one three uh, nil. I'm I'm going to go for a Brighouse. It was one nil before. I'm going to go one nil again this time at home. So Brighouse don't. So Yorkshire Amateurs versus Liversidge. That's a tough one. Yeah. I think this is probably the toughest one. Yeah, I am going to have to go Liversidge though, don't I? I think after last week, I would be inclined to agree with you. Yeah, I'm going to have to go Liversidge. Yeah. Um, Score-wise, 3-2, three, three, I think, though. I think it will be a tight one, because Yorkshire, yeah. Am- you know, Yorkshire Amateurs, they're in there, they've they've got to get something. Yeah. Have you um, gone, oh, sorry. Did you go for 3-2? Yeah, I went yeah, for 3-2, two. Two, mate. Yeah, 3-2 for me. I'm going to revert back to 4-2. You would. I think the magic's gonna gonna start again. Four two to Liversidge. <laughs> Helen says Bradford don't deserve to win. I, I agree, Helen. I agree. It can all change. It can, it can all, all change. change. It really can all change. So, quiz so, question. Quiz question time. Right. There's no one. No one's put in for the uh, the answer, Danny. So I'm really disappointed. Yeah, I I do have an answer from somebody who's not put into the chat. Oh right. But I want to hear yours first. Oh, you want to hear mine again, first? I, I, I suspect that the knowledge of this person may have come from Google, so this might very well be the right answer. Uh, let's just bear in mind, as soon as you asked, said the question, I pretty much said, I know it, didn't I? You did, yeah. If, I, if I'm right, I'm going to be so happy with myself. Helen, I might actually frame myself, you're right, I might do it if I get this right. Scott Parker. You know, Scott Parker, one of the two that I thought as well. It seems like the right answer, to be fair, to Scott Parker. Oh, don't tell me it's wrong. The only other one I haven't checked yet. <laughs> the only other one that I thought it might be was Bobby Zamora, but I was unsure on the timeline. Oh, no. I do remember him getting Koncheski. Koncheski, yeah. Again, it depends Paul on the timeline. Koncheski. There's quite a few players that have played for uh, for Fulham that I've actually Clint Dempsey. Played. No, because he's American. <laughs> but he speaks English. Uh, you could also say Brian McBride. Uh, he speaks English and he's <laughs> also American. I know, I'm winding you up. <laughs> <laughs> so I will finally get so, to can you, the honestly, page. I, I'm just one in your page own time. away. In your own time. We're oh, not- somebody's got it right. And I am very surprised that the person as, who sent me the text hasn't got it right because I would have thought they would have used Google. They said David Stockdale. Oh, Stockdale. Very, that, that is Huddersfield a, Town fan, that David is Stockdale. A cracking answer. 
which is why I thought it was a correct answer. But the correct answer has been said by myself. Bobby Zamora. Bobby Zamora? Bobby Zamora was called up. I can't remember him getting called up. I do remember. I don't think it was for like a tournament or anything like that. I think it was just like a friendly. Um, I can't. I think I'm sure he must have played. I do vaguely remember that. But again, I couldn't remember if it was at Fulham or another team. But in 2010, I think that was around the time that Fulham did really well in the in the Europa League. So it does somewhat make sense. So there you are, Bobby Zamora, called up England Bobby, 2010. Bobby Zamora? Brilliant, I wish I'd have just gone for that. That's <laughs> my answer Zamora. instead of wishy-washying it with uh, Scott Parker. Bobby Zamora. Bobby Zamora, it's a good one, is that? It's, oh, that it's that happened by one. chance. <laughs> it's not a good one. It is a good one. It's That's not. cracking. Everybody got it wrong by me. Bobby Zamora. I suppose 50%. Um, David S, here's one for you guys. Who'll be on the score sheet tomorrow? For for Leeds. For Leeds. Oh, it's a good question. That is, yeah. Bamford. You think Bamford? Yeah, Bamford. I Costa. Oh, I'm gonna go for Click. I think Click. Yeah. So it, it made an it's absolute. It's gonna be Click, Costa, and Bamford scoring tomorrow for you, David. Yeah, so that's three nil. Three nil. Three. Well, no, three one. Oh, course, did you um, say 3-1? I said 3-1. Oh, I, I said 3-0. You said 3-0. Who's scoring for Wigan? Uh, Anton Robinson. Because he's staying he's, now. Yeah, he's on his way back That's from, it, yeah. uh, <laughs> from Milan. Sorry, lad. The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny. It's not all balls. <laughs> right, don't they? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realise you were going to play the jingle, so Honestly. I just I just ruined it. Honestly, get with it. Right, rugby league. Oh no, wait, you've got some for us. I do have a little bit. Of yeah, so rugby league. A little bit of tennis. Yeah, we'll come on to that in a second. Okay. No, go on tennis. Oh, okay, right, okay. So today, Bethany, rugby league. Matic Sands, the American, and Jamie Murray beat Australians Sharma and Smith. Uh, Gordon Reed and Alfie Hewitt won the men's wheelchair doubles final against the French first seeds. Um, Jordan Wiley with Japanese teammate oh I hope I say this right Yui Kamiji beat the Dutch first seeds in the women's wheelchair final so looking forward to what we've got on Saturday Andy Lapthorn will play in the men's quad wheelchair final against Dylan Alcott the Australian first seed uh, the women's final is between Sophia um, Kenin of the USA and Gabrine Mer Mergeruza of Spain <laughs> I'm not saying that again Bethany Matic Sands and Jamie Murray will play tomorrow in the mixed doubles final and Gordon Reed will play in the men's wheelchair final versus Kunida of Japan and obviously the main event on Sunday main event obviously yeah the men's final I'm a bit gutted with this I would have liked to see Federer get through but after uh, after Novak Djokovic beat him in the semi-final, he's coming up against Austrian Dominic Thiem. And Dominic Thiem, this is his third Grand Slam final, and hopefully it's third time lucky, because I think he made the French Open final twice and lost both times. Oh, right. Yeah, so I, th I think he, he does have the possibility to do it. This is very much sort of old guard versus new guard. This, I mean, I don't expect Djokovic to retire anytime soon, but he is probably coming nearer to the end of his career and TM is one of these up and coming stars he's so coming to the end then it could be the end end could be the the baton pass between the two generations this could be it in tennis who knows who knows hopefully not the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio right rugby league this time Danny let's forget your tennis um, tonight 
the reason why we're on early is because we've got Martin Sharp and Rob Farrer over at Dewsbury Tetley Stadium. So what we need to do, Danny, is see if they are over there and they can give us a little a little bit of a heads up of what we can expect tonight. Martin, Rob, are you there? Well, Martin's here. So Martin, hello. <laughs> Say that again, Martin, sorry. Are you there? Hello. Hello, hello we're here. You can hear me, that's the yes, main thing. Yes, okay. I can hear you. That's all right. I was just testing. We've had all sorts of problems. We love Skype at this end, and uh, mm. she decided that the uh, signing details that we had on on uh, last Sunday just didn't exist. So, oh, brilliant! <laughs> it's great for you when you need it on Sunday, but we'll sort <laughs> we'll sort that out. But listen, uh, I love night rugby. I'm sat here looking down on a green lush pitch with the uh, spotlights, floodlights in full force today. Full force? No way. Yeah, no, they're all illuminated, which is uh, obviously they've had the sparky round. They've put a bob in the meter and a new fuse, and uh, <laughs> we've now got full-strength floodlights on the field, and it does add something to the atmosphere. Uh, the crowd beginning to trickle in now uh, from the car parks. The car park's filling up nicely. There'll be a good contingent here, as always. Uh, some are down in the bar now, some are arriving from Lee. It's the uh, Premier game, isn't it? It's the first game of the season. Uh, it's the championship start tonight. Dewsbury have been given the honour to entertain Lee. Don't know how much they'll they'll, they'll appreciate the honour of t- entertaining Lee. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that one, Martin. But um, we'll see because we will be coming to you shortly at 7 p.m. And I will. I think I'm gonna come and join you up there, Martin. Eh? Yeah. HWD can't can't get rid of me, can they? Absolutely. The team sheets have just arrived, so when you join us at seven, we'll have all the rundown for you, nice and early, and don't forget to kick off at half past. Lovely. Staff pass. Yeah, I'll have to, yeah, I'll get one of them when I get there. <laughs> hey. Right, thank you for that, guys. Uh, we'll look forward to hearing from you again in about five minutes. Thank you. All right, buddy. Cheers. See you then. Bye-bye. See ya. Oh, Danny. Ah, I love rugby league season. <laughs> I don't like it when they take over our seven o'clock spot, though, but it's for a good cause. Rugby League under the lights is fan. Fantastic. Dewsbury didn't have a pre-season game last week, so it'll be interesting to see how they do line up today against a strong Lee side, which I'm sure it will be. The Batley Bulldogs, they are playing Featherstone Rovers on Sunday, and well done to Niall Flint, who signed a contract for the Bulldogs. I used to play with Niall, um, so congratulations to him. And the Bradford Bulls, they play London Broncos on Sunday, and guess what, Danny? Do you want me to guess? Go on. I already know. Do you? We're going to be on commentary. We are going to be on commentary. HWD Hospital Radio are going to be doing commentary of the Bradford Bulls home games this season by yours truly, Kane Hall. And as a special guest this Sunday, I have my trusted colleague, Danny Shaw. Yeah. Are you looking forward to it, Danny? Well, yeah. This is going to be my first game on commentary. My first rugby league game on commentary. Yeah. It's it's going to be a Sunday of first. Sunday of first, but you're looking forward to it. Have you have you had a absolutely yeah. have you had a look up at any of the uh, Bulls teams? Is there anyone that you're looking forward to seeing? I know I know a handful of players. Go on, uh, then. mainly the ones that were on the team sheet last uh, <laughs> <laughs> last Sunday. And which one of them are you looking forward to seeing? Uh, all of them, to be fair. I, I remember uh, Joe Brown. I Joe hope Brown. I said his name. Yeah, Made Joe Brown. I'm looking forward to that one as well. Two big tackles on uh, Sunday. Yes, that was he a did. Great game. It was. A, it was a really good game to watch. It was a, a, a shame that it ended a, a bit earlier than than maybe it should have done. Well, but what, what what did you make of that, Danny? I I think it was just a case of it. It were 
pre-season friendly and it was getting a little bit out of control. I think the referee has called the game off to stop any real dangerous fights breaking out because it was there was a lot of fisticuffs. Yeah, but it was a bit... It were a little bit embarrassing. Yeah, it's, it's a shame because the scores were close. I mean, if it had been 30 to 6 one way, then it, it wouldn't have really mattered. The, they want enough time for, for the losing team to get back into it. But with only two points, it did kind of deny the fans a, a good finish to the game. Yeah, it did. And I was really disappointed. I just thought that... <laughs> I thought Ref had lost it. It's, well, it I honestly that thought way, the ref, referee had lost it. As, as I just heard from Martin, that the... The lights from full beam. Yeah. There can't be that much of an issue with it. Um, the referee just lost it, in my opinion, which is, it's poor that. It's poor at championship level. Should not be happening. Because no. it was, like you said, a really entertaining game. Some big hits. That one from Joe Brown was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. I'm expecting to see more of that this season. Hopefully, some big hits this weekend as as well. Um, because we're going to be seeing some players that have played for, for both sides. Um on Sunday which we'll probably go through on Sunday just because it's getting closer and closer till that 7pm deadline when we're going to hand over to Martin and Rob tonight for that Shrewsbury League game so I'm looking forward to that one uh, I think I'm going to try to get up there for that game as well if I can you're more than welcome to join Danny I think I'll try no you can go no, I'm joking <laughs> no, I'm definitely going up there because I need to collect our equipment for Sunday The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny it's not all balls it's not all balls Danny it's not all balls is it because what is it this time Kabaddi yeah I don't have anything prepared though what do you mean you don't have anything prepared I didn't, I didn't think you were going to throw it to me oh, of course I'm going to throw it to you for Kabaddi it's, <laughs> it's new year you're not ready for it uh, unfortunately not there's not nothing much going on how did what happened in World Cup? In the World Cup, I have got no information. There doesn't seem to be anything on it. I don't. <sighs> I don't know what it was. It was a news article from October, and there's just nothing. There's no information out. That there. World Cup that had all four teams in it. It had ten, twelve teams. <laughs> twelve teams. I said ten very confident. I can't remember if it was ten or twelve. <laughs> there were an England team and a Canadian team. I, I don't know a Kenyan team. Amazing quality all over the world. No record. No record. 